Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the State of Play podcast. Uh, we are on episode three right now, and today we're going to talk about uh, mostly conventions, the state of conventions, etc. And we got uh, our personal state of play business um, that we've been working on lately, and then we have our own personal projects that we've also been working on. I know we talked about it a little bit the last two episodes, so we're going to check in with everybody and uh, see where we're at with that. So. We're gonna kick it off right away. Uh, we got Grant over here and Big Jack, no little Jack still. You know, he's got life issues. What are you gonna do? He's still trying to get Busy. married. Yeah, that's a whole thing. And then myself, Andy, I'm here. So we'll kick it over to uh, our master Grant over here and he'll uh, start us off. All right, uh, welcome back guys. Um, so let's kick it off with uh, State of Play. Uh, so my State of Play is I've uh, been trying to get deeper into Malifaux. Um, introduced Big Jack into Malifaux and a couple of other friends. Um, so we've actually been going riding deep into some games, actually 50 Soul Stones, so getting up to actual tournament play. Um, also got in my very first game of D&D last month, uh, I want to say right after we uh, recorded this episode. Um, other than that, I'm just trying to build and finish the ever-growing pile of backlog yeah, so much box. stuff. I, <laughs> I, I, don't I don't have that I, much I would, anymore. But still, but I'm still buying. That's the problem. Yeah. Is like every time I can't think I'm control close. yourself. <laughs> so I mean, so when I'm not painting, must, own must have it. <laughs> yeah, so if I'm not painting and I'm not playing, I'm at minimum just trying to to you know chip away at the backlog. I think everybody can feel the pain on that. Mm-hmm. And and that's my it. current state of play. It's kick it over to Big Jack so he could fill us in on his big endeavors. Yeah, well, I'm still trying to get people to move out of my house, you know, so my my <laughs> war room area, <laughs> no, I, I have a big part of my house that I'm trying to make into one big gaming area so that we can have that again, and uh, I'm getting closer, but... It's a big space, though. It is it's going to be space. awesome when it's, when so, it's But I, I've been... Um, First world white people problems. Yeah. yeah white people problems, so... <laughs> um, other than that, though, I've been just been trying to get some stuff done. I finally replaced my ogres that went missing during the move. I am I got those guys put together based. I'm going to get you some pictures of my progress on that so that I can uh, put those up on the internet, and... Um, and I did something the other day that I shouldn't have. Uh, I went to the store to buy the ogres because I had to. And I noticed that, you know, and, and I know I talk a lot about like starting all these new systems and I really don't want to spend too much more money on, um, is that the pizza guy? Uh, anyways, <laughs> I want to do... Uh, it's just me trying to be fancy. <laughs> I wanted to spend less money on uh, GW products because I can get more bang for my buck in other uh, places. But I had to buy the new... Gaunt's Ghost models because I will say, you know, some people get into the hobby for the lore and I will say that regardless of anything else, I absolutely love the lore behind 30k and 40k and hands down, and I've got like a personal library of over 3,000 books. I do. You've seen it. I've seen it. Um, The Gaunt's Ghost series, say what you want about it, Dan Abnett, best books I've ever read. Love them. They're awesome. And I had to have the models. So yeah, I'm a geek. For that, I'm a geek for the guard. Seconded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Side note about Dan Abnett, I think, because uh, I've been playing, you know, video games more lately, you know, COVID, whatever. And I, a couple of my buddies and I, who they don't really play the tabletop games, but we played Warhammer Vermintide. And there's a new game coming out. You guys probably already know. Uh, it's Warhammer. It's uh, Darktide. So it's basically Vermintide, which is AOS-based. And now Dark Tide will be 40k based, so, so it's the same kind of game, but now you're 40k characters. Oh God! So you're a Ogren, a Bulgren, a Sister of Battle. I think a Guardsman in one other thing. I can't remember. We've only seen trailers of it, but I think Dan Abnett had a part to play in the development of that game. And we all know that we all know that Andy will want to play a Sister of Battle. Hell yeah! Try to get the most scantily clad sister. Yeah, he damn can. right. That's the only reason he plays those games. Damn right. You go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Power up my bikini in a <laughs> bolter, baby. Let's go. Hey, yeah. t- we call that tactical women's wear armor. Yeah, and it makes, it makes them impervious to all damage. Yeah, you just we all know that. Really cover up the testicles just, and we're good. good to go. Roll yeah. them out, right? Like the Spartans so, in 300. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So leather, leather straps and out they go. So that's the state of your game then, I see. No, no. <laughs> no but actually it's a fun game. So if you guys check it out. If you guys haven't played Vermintide yet, give it a shot. It's on Steam. This yeah. podcast is not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, 
But my current state of play is uh, I actually I've been trying to get more into uh, I haven't played any games lately, which is unfortunate. But I definitely want to no friends. Yeah, well that not too no friends. What are you gonna do? But a couple of uh, guys in our club. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just here so I don't get fined. (laughs) (laughs) But a couple of the club our club mates they're they're trying to get back into it. So they want to get more games in. People finally um, starting to come out from under the people, rocks. People, yeah, yeah, crawling yeah. back out from the caves they've been in. So I'm hoping to get more games in. My new house, uh, you know, I got I got tons of space to have games. So I'm trying to get some some people over to play. Well, um, maybe if we could get all the hookers and blow out of there. I know, right? we got to clean it up a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, it's a big event. I don't think you had the house the last No, and that's true. So, so Closed I mean, down the house? Yeah, or? closed on the house. So I'm in a new place all by myself. So it's really nice. And I'm enjoying it a lot, so like I'm hoping a, like to. Like a real boy. It's like I'm an adult now. It's crazy. <laughs> You've got a there. toilet and a refrigerator. I got a toilet and a fridge, and that's I can sleep on the couch. We're fine. <laughs> but it's it's a good space, so I'm hoping to. I have a lot of hobby space now, so uh, I'm hoping to get more games in. I've been trying to watch more bat reps. Try to you know, because I played the one game right when you know a couple of months ago, but. You know, it, it, the game changes so much that you know I probably missed a bunch of stuff since then. So yeah, you're just, you know, you're just trying to spark. I'm just trying to yeah. I want to I want to get back into it because again, the game you know I like playing table, any kind of tabletop games, and I definitely want to try. Your flame buggies look great. Yeah, my uh, my Halo ATVs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, cue the Halo music, guys. Here we go. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I you know I got that stuff working on. I got a couple more things that you know when I moved, I had a couple things in the box that I still need to put together. But other than that. Uh, pretty much just sticking to 40k, but I definitely still have some Marvel stuff that I want to get painted. That other stuff from the that you that you graciously gave me. So I want to paint that stuff up because those models were a blast to paint. Oh yeah, like Bucky, Captain America, awesome. The Hulk, Venom. Oh yeah, you know, and Red just, Skull. They're coming out with more and more yeah. stuff, which we could talk about this later. Is fantastic. But, you know, they're, so. their their sculpts are getting. I would say better for the most part. I would agree. A couple a couple of a couple of follies that have been. Rumored online, if you follow Marvel Crisis Protocol, we could always get into later. Uh, but so, you know, a lot of the sculpts, Omega Red is mm. impressive. Um, a little disappointed in the new Captain America. Uh, There's another one? Yeah, they came oh, out no. with... Uh, is this the black version? Yes, it is the uh. black version Falcon. So, you know... But I mean, hey, they're expanding, and at least they're bringing new characters. You know, it's not just seven different versions of Steve Rogers. You know, True. so I'm okay with it. I'm all for it. I wish they would have done a Falcon model first, just so that we could have the. Falcon. Wait, you mean there is not a Falcon model? No, there's no. not. But they no. did him as Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you, you got to understand the, they the did popularity this, of the, the show. show right yeah. off the bat. Well, I will. I did like the show, so yeah. yeah so I, I like the Winter Soldier is one of my favorites. But yeah, I, I would have liked awesome. that they would have transitioned. And given us a Falcon first, and yeah, then and you then have, do it because then at least you have the models that tell the story right, on the table, right, 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 right. You know, right. but because you know. that's I mean they did it with Spider Man, they had the actual Spider Man, then they did the Spider Verse stuff, right? Yeah, and well, so, and and that's another Miles thing. Morales, I mean, they're coming out with another Spider Man later or in a, in a month as well. But it's you know you have Spider Man, but now it's the Amazing Spider Man, and right. the way that they propped that up. You know, we're getting way off topic, but the way they <laughs> the way they prop that up actually, as is our you know, you know the way that uh, Atomic Mass set that up was you know the first Spider Man when the core box came out it was a younger Spider Man his right. he's not as powerful in threat he doesn't have as strong attacks you know he just got his powers and he's new now you have the Amazing Spider Man he's on a dynamic base there's explosions around him and his you know he's got a lot more bang for his punch and it's like well this is a seasoned Spider-Man, somebody who's already fought Venom, Doc Ock, you know, gone toe-to-toe with Fisk and all that, you know, throughout the story. So it actually makes sense. But we had that stepping stone, and I don't feel like... Captain America was always amazing out of the core box. Mm-hmm. He was always, I mean, he's hes almost an auto-taken a lot he's of events. He's Captain America. He's freaking, exactly. I, he's one of my, I love, yeah, Captain America's fantastic. Are they going to do like old Captain man America. Captain America where he sits on a bench and gives away a shield? <laughs> yeah. that could be That's the, the next version. Yeah. Right, and then tells his oldest friend that he could piss off because he doesn't want to share his life with him all yeah. of a sudden. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like I've been banging his hot broad for the last 60 hey, years and you don't get to hear about it. Like, yeah. It turns into a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. But no, but, I mean, but that, and that's just my... My one gripe with it is, I mean, it's a it's a good model, but the sculpt doesn't match the box art when you build it, and that is a bummer. And the box art looks amazing, but the sculpt kind of looks a little flat to me. So we'll see where that goes. You're so picky. I am. Well, I mean, it's my thirty dollars. That's true. Uh, right. I should be able to got pay for it. Truth. So. All right, that's fine. You know, I'm allowed to gripe. Big facts. Mm-hmm. But now, <laughs> but now that now that you caught up with us uh, as an audience. 
Let's get into our first topic. We're going to yeah, talk about... Yeah, it's a about, big one. It's a big one today. Yeah, we're, as we head into the actual, I guess, second half, really, of the convention season, uh, we're kicking off with Gen Con. Gen Con's actually going to be... So do we actually have a first half of the convention season? Well, no, that fell flat because it didn't happen, smartass. But COVID. We're heading into the second half of the year <laughs> with, with Gen Con. It's going to be both uh, have virtual events, but also be in person um, this year. We're going to talk about... Really, all things related to that aspect, uh, whether or not we feel it's going to come back strong, come back flat, or uh, be a shell and be really crappy. Um, so I'm going to start, and I'm going to put my two cents into it. And I actually do not have high hopes for the convention season going forward. Uh, I, I would like to say that my outlook would be better, but I mean, as of right now, you know, who knows what happens next year. But as of right now, you have a couple of major players already bowing out of Gen Con. You know, timing as the main factor. They didn't know if Gen Con was going to be happening, so they didn't commit to actually attending Gen Con because we all know what happened when Adepticon got canceled. You had all those vendors have to uh, about out, face yeah. and yeah, pull out. And you know, it was probably a huge financial cost with that. So a lot more people being conservative with that and whether their travel plans. But that being said... You're going to have a big, you know, tabletop role-playing audience. You always will at Gen Con. I mean, it, you just, it's you, your imagination, and a bag of dice. It's not that hard. But for those that want a board game experience, they want miniature game experience, they want apparel, they want cosplay stuff. I mean, I, I think there's going to be a limit on who's really who is really willing to commit to this Gen Con. And I don't know if... If it's really going to be worth it this year to really invest that. Well, that's the problem is that a lot of these vendors, it's like they're all kind of, I imagine a lot of them are probably sitting around waiting to see what everybody else is going to do. Yeah. And the problem with that is unless we all move as one, there, there's going to be a problem there because, you know, it's like, oh, well, if, if everybody else is going to sit and wait, then nobody's going to move. And then there's not, there's not going to be enough turnout, not enough turnout of vendors. Who knows what the turnout of people is going to be? There's a lot of people who are itching to get out to a convention. You know, so then you have this huge crowd of people who are going to go to a convention if the convention is not well populated by vendors and this, you know, the, the, the trades people who are going to be selling this stuff. People are going to say, oh, the hell with that. Gen Con sucked this year and I'm not going to go back next year. And the next year when all the vendors are like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of people there. And then there's going to be more vendors than there are people. It's, it's like a wicked, vicious circle that could totally negatively impact everything that we do with uh, these conventions. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I don't know. We'll see. And I'm not going to be at Gen Con. But yeah. uh, I guess I can just sit and watch from the sidelines and see what happens. True. I mean, a lot of my measurement is based on what I hope Adepticon brings next year. Like I, a lot of these vendors that are bowing out to Gen Con, you know, if you know the country continues in the path that it's in now, where you know, it, you know, fingers crossed, we are hopefully rebounded and back to you know new normal or the old normal come January of next year, you know. Adepticon's right around the corner once you kick off. That's when you know, they start registration mm -hmm. is Christmas time. So. Right. So, I mean, I'll, I'll yeah, I wonder if they're going to honor our uh, money they owe us from two years ago. For <laughs> Probably uh, thankfully, not. <laughs> thankfully, when I registered, like, it was just for tournaments. So, I didn't do any of the other fancy stuff that you guys did. Oh, so, they, thankfully, they, it was just a quick turnaround of, like, 20, 40 bucks, whatever it was, to sign up for a tournament. Well, no, I mean, I got the pass. But you guys I got, got the, the Uber pass. pass and stuff, and yeah. That's a separate salty story that I had. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, in my opinion, I feel that's where Gen, uh, Gen Con, Adepticon failed is, you know, I mean, we understand they were put in a hard spot, especially with the hotels, but, you know, people paid money for those for those conference passes or the VIG bag or the, yeah. the mid-level bag, you know, and they, and they bought, you know, seminars. The refund option, I mean, what was it? They had the full refund at a yeah, cost of or, like $5. Or pay it forward, basically. Pay it for, well, yeah. there was also the donate it. Yeah, you know? the donate it, yeah. And then there was the, like, for those with the VIG bag, yeah. you know, you could opt to keep your bag and they right. would give you what they have. Or you could do one of the other two options, but you lose the VIG altogether. Yeah. It, it, to me, it would have made so much more sense as if you could have either done the refund, the donate, or... Or just say, aside from the seminars, because you don't know who's going to be coming back, right. we're just going to hold your place whether you So you get it when we, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, that would have been easy, the yeah. easiest thing to right. do. For those yeah. who got the medium bag or the VIG bag, you know, because we know those are sought after because Adepticon always has amazing swag, yeah, is why not just make a placeholder and just go, we'll carry it over as long as you're willing to continue extending it until whenever it does happen. Then you just have one year with no mm -hmm. draft because those people technically 
won it from two years ago. Mm-hmm. I, for one, got a VIG bag, and I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I mean, I was extremely disappointed. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it felt like it was two years old merchandise for the swag. I mean, I got some pins. I got some models that were three, four years old. Right. You know, uh, you know, and it was just it was when like, I would have rather waited. something impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember when we first, like that first Adepticon we went oh, to? Oh, God. They like, gave us so much cool stuff. Like, cool. I got a, I got the, uh, I think it was like the new Gilliman model came out. I got a book. I got him in a bag, uh, and that, I didn't even sign up for anything. They just gave me a free bag of stuff. Like, I, I didn't I even do anything. I literally started new game systems simply because of the swag that they introduced yeah. me to. I mean, and, they have and, a whole, what is that, the whole hallway filled with everybody's yeah. swag bags. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, it, it got me into Guild Ball that yeah. year. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, and I, got, that. I, got, yeah. I went into Yeah, and how'd that go for you? Yeah. Yeah, I love those models, and the system, is still, <laughs> the system still stands. The rules still are there. It's just there's no one that... There's no tournament scene yeah. up here in the no, states. There's, 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 uh, Guild Ball, yeah, yeah, but but no, I agree. The swag bag this year was crap, um, but uh, or last year I should say. This year there was not even an option for it, obviously. So that's that's a good question then. What do you hope that Adepticon and Gen Con and stuff bring? You know, going forward, what, where where could they have where where could they improve based on last conferences going forward? Well, I always thought that, I mean, I don't want to say Adepticon was going downhill. I wouldn't say that at all, but... I would. Well, I don't want to be negative, even though I agree with you. I don't want to be negative, but but la- the last year we had Adepticon, it was not as impressive as previous I years. Agree. I think we all said that to each other, too. Yeah. It felt like deflated? Yeah. Something like and that? You, I don't know. And the audience has to understand, I mean, you're talking to... At least two out of three people at this table, because Jack, you get there when you can, when you have time, because you're a very busy guy with your work schedule and you got three kids and it's tough. Yeah. But Andy and I, we mm-hmm. we specifically usually plan on getting there. Well, you Thursday, guys spend the whole week. Yeah, we spend whole the whole weekend. week. Right, we're there. We make it. We make a vacation out of it, and we do yeah. that. And and normally we we have a get together the night before on the badge yeah, collection night, which is always fun. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's just like. Yeah, I don't know how you feel, Andy, but yeah. I'm pretty sure we talked about this. But it, it's like we're feeling less inclined to stay there I would the agree. whole day. We even talked about it if they had it. Was it last year? I don't remember. But we we talked about that. Like, you know, if it if it is not up to par, you know, it's like we were already planning our escape, basically. Yeah. Like, all right, we go Thursday. We see what's up, and you know, if it blows, then. Yeah, I'm okay with not going the rest of the time then. Yeah, which is like, unfortunate because it kind of that sucks because that I just hope in my I just hope that they they have it you know come come registration time you know it's a full we know for a fact it's happening like it's full blown I just hope that they can you know do whatever they got to do to get the vendors there to make it like it was three years ago when we went because like you said last four ago. well four yeah. years ago. Yeah. So the, I remember that time, we all had a blast. It was it just it was alive. The energy was there. The vendors were there. It was crowded. Like people were you know excited to be there. But the last time we went, like we said, it was kind of deflated. There, there it was, was there one was long line for Forge World. Forge World, yeah. And and, and that was kind of else. I mean, there there are some things. There are some minor improvements that I feel that Adepticon needs to make to be able to write the course. I mean. One, I mean, maybe it's the alcoholic in me speaking out, but the, <laughs> the, the drink prices, though, are I ridiculous mean, for, for a place where they really emphasize no outside food or beverage and yeah. stuff like that. Well, then you need to make your stuff a little bit more affordable. You yeah. Know, oh, yeah. It's like going to a ball game. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the hotel is the hotel is a nice one where they hold it. I get that. Right. But, like, it's not. But you're 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 hosting a. a, a uh, it's a, a Bud Light is a yeah, Bud Light. Yeah, Bud Light I'm is sorry. a Bud Light. You know. That's what they sell. It's like you know, you're not buying you know some artisanal you know well, it, it IPA. Was, you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm, not get, I'm not getting two fingers of pappy. You know, no. Right, right. <laughs> two years ago, um, it was actually when we looked at the food prices of the stuff that they sell in the hall. Just the food, not even the alcohol, but just the food stuff that they were selling mm. in the hall. It was just as expensive or cheap. You might you know depending on how you look at it. For us to go to the the halfway decent restaurant that That's was upstairs, yeah. and we all sat down and we were, we're waiting. Were I was like, burgers yeah. instead yeah. of chicken tenders. Right. Exactly. You know? Let's think like, too. So like the area, if you guys aren't familiar, we probably told you we're we're around Chicago. So an Adepticon is in Schaumburg, and it's a really nice big convention. But they're in downtown Schaumburg and the surrounding area. There are so many good restaurants around there. Yeah, like Weber Grill. You got all the name stuff. Well, that, uh, just right, right literally everything. Street. You had yeah. Ale House, Five Guys, Buffalo Wild Wings, Buffalo Wild everything. Wings. So I mean, 
it's a little ridiculous for them to. And I mean, even the beer card guy. You know, you got to give him like twenty bucks to get like two beers. Well, like, remember that? Yeah, I got. Yeah. We got PBRs. Right. And I gave you a twenty to yeah. go, and it's like, and you came back. And it was like, like, it was like three dollars. There isn't like, any. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like. <laughs> so it's a little ridiculous. Wait, but, you guys drink PBR? That's all he had. What he had. It was his. What he had. Oh, I was gonna say we're not friends anymore. No, well, you got to understand. Five years ago, with the drink card, it was you buy yourself a moderately priced beverage. You know, about six bucks for a beer, Bud Lighter, Coors. And you would get a free tiny little token prize out yeah. of the back cart area. Now it's like they want you to spend twenty bucks on a beverage, and then it's like they give you a rule book for a game that you yeah. don't even play. Now it's more like the little swag that they even have to right. entice you to buy the drinks right. is throwaway stuff that the vendors had from previous year. Right, and it's it just everything starting with the drinks being jacked up in price. Everything is starting to feel kind of last minute or underplayed because they know people will show. Right. When I went to my first Adepticon, there were all of these indie developers. There were so many people trying to kick off new games and just they were they were it was almost like walking through the the streets of the Bahamas where people were trying to pedal you know, their their bracelets or their necklaces or their wallets that they made. Right. And when you're walking through the vendor hall, it's like, hey, you got five minutes. Why don't you check out the nights of whatever? You could spend an entire day just going through the vendor hall trying mm-hmm. out new games. And I feel like really maybe good. that's what was missing, that last one. The, like, the, we didn't, last, the, we the didn't, vendor we, hall was lacking. It was I mean, lacking. Had the big, there was I mean, no excitement about new stuff or people testing out games or... You know, we weren't flooding to those tables like we were in the past. No. Like, hey, man, check this out. We're having a great time. Like, people are huddled around here doing something cool. Like, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't happening. So yeah. I just hope that they can build that excitement back. Bring, Try and get as many vendors in there, new stuff. You know, because there's like, always new stuff. There's always stuff out. out there. So I mean, yeah, so you why gotta, wasn't it being? You gotta promote sure. it. You well, gotta and get that, people excited about. But it. that makes me think, like, is it can Adepticon? If we're talking prices, what does it cost these vendors to maybe even do a vendor? Maybe they're outpricing the smaller guy in favor of just the big, say ten. You know, they're even willing to come, and that and that's where they're moving. And I feel yeah. that that's a mistake. That's good. Yeah. I just you hope know, that you, you get it's that. Be so unfortunate. Yeah, that you, you get that lack. You get that lack of excitement, and I feel that. For Adepticon and Gen Con, places like that to, or conventions like this to really continue and thrive, especially in the new atmosphere, they need to do a better job of start advertising and building up hype. Yeah. I mean, when I, I usually always get excited for Adepticon when YouTube, you know, certain channels start hyping up new stuff. Yeah, previews yeah. for what right. the vendors are going to bring, and you know, hey, tune in for our Adepticon coverage. That it doesn't exist anymore. It's lacking, and and even when we had Adepticon two, you know, three years ago. It wasn't there, you know, and not as many people are willing to invest their time in this because, you know, it's becoming more of a, a tournament-heavy scene, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's fine. I mean, that, first and foremost, Adepticon is for people to gather with other people. It's a lot of tournaments. Like, Gen Con, yeah. I feel like, is the opposite a little bit. It's more of a show. Like, it's yeah. more of a convention and not a tournament right. scene. Right, well, they... they Adepticon's kind of the other way around. Yeah, well, Gen Con spans so many more times. Right, and they got so much more stuff. I mean, yeah. they're in... What, what stadium is that? The uh, Colt Stadium? Yeah, the, the Col- Lucas, uh, Oil. Lucas Oil Stadium? Yeah. I mean... They fill that thing up. Well, they they take over downtown Indy. Exactly. Basically. I mean, whereas so, Gen Con or Adepticon is just, just a hotel. It's just a hotel. Yeah. You know, and I get it. I mean, you're talking one, you know, a huge miniature convention yeah. versus a you know nerd convention, if you will. Right. You know, a tabletop RPG yeah. miniature board game cosplayers, yeah. right? All yeah. encompassing that atmosphere right. convention because because uh, Vegas Open too. I feel is more. It's it's a tournament. Like it's not yeah. really a. Like you don't C-Drop. go there to buy. Like, yeah, 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 you like, go there to have, compete. Not yeah, you to, might have some booths some, some swag. Yeah. You know, like that. You know, you know. But that's all up to the tournament organizers trying True. to get those vendors to donate stuff. Right. Versus like weird yeah. being there to you know to get you to see what's coming out for yeah. twenty. And maybe that's what it is too. Is we were talking about this before we started recording too. Is that you got these guys who have you know been introverted for the last two years or whatever it is. You know, how are you going to get them back out and yeah. into the what are you socialize get and get them excited about, hey, yeah. I want to, whether it be uh, participating, you know, make your tournaments exciting or whatever it is, or, you know, like you said, hype it up. You got to get, you got to get new blood in there or something. 
to get well, the people out. Do you think, as, as a whole, we're going to have? Do you think the community is diminished based uh, because of the atmosphere? You know, it, aside from the conventions, and this is something that I've seen debated over and over in chat rooms and, and forums online, is there's a lot of people that think that COVID and this whole pandemic crap killed people's hobbies because instead of being at like our game group which had upwards of 50 people in it i mean now all of a sudden there's just like a half a dozen who sometimes yeah there's a lot of guys who do some stuff online and it, it, it's weird that the dynamic went from being this huge community atmosphere to just little tiny groups of people who feel comfortable with being around each other mm-hmm. um and the vibe i get from a lot of people is that that a lot of people have just kind of like yeah you know like the hell with this since i can't meet and go to the stores and stuff anymore go they're just going and doing different things now that they can do without having to gather with people. Will the convention scene bring people back into the hobby? Now, there's other people that have said that the that this whole pandemic thing has actually increased the amount of people in the hobby because people are like, okay, what can I sit at home and do? And you've got all these people who are like getting into stuff, buying stuff online, modeling, painting. Well, now those types of people want to get out and start playing these games that they've gotten hyped up for painting and modeling and stuff during this pandemic stuff that's been going on. So I, I'm i kind of skeptical about I don't know. Like, will it be a whole new group of people? Will it be a whole new, like, generation of gamers now wanting to do different things? Now, understand, too, that I go back to games like first, second edition D&D and, and like first, second edition, third edition, uh, 40K. And I mean, what are we on now? Nine, Nine. 13, 17, yeah. or 19 and a half. So, and, and I've seen over the years, just the whole idea of gamers like, Oh, after fourth edition, everything sucked. I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love D&D second edition, advanced D&D stuff like that. Like I'm just now starting to get into the new D&D stuff because the new D&D stuff seems to be more about the miniatures and the modeling and the maps and everything when years ago it used to be all in our head. It's like a different crew of gamers and I don't know if we're trying to appeal to the younger crowd that's more visual and hands-on, trying to keep them interested in stuff in an age where all they want to do is sit and play their video games. I don't know. Are you saying the new generation needs a pair of keys dangled in front of their face to keep interest? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I am not, I yeah, because I, again, I have three kids. And I have my, my oldest daughter, who's 18. She's like us. She can play D&D. She, can play, she paints. She models. She does all that stuff. She doesn't need that. But my, my 16-year-old, you know, if she doesn't have a screen moving in front of her, it doesn't exist. You know, I just... And, and it's, it's a new group of people doing a new thing. And, and I some store owners tell me sometimes it's harder to get people into the painting and modeling. Oh, wait, you want me to sit here for hours and do this? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't it's know. gonna be tough. I, I think that's you. why a that's lot of games have also gone to pre-painted miniatures, like the Star Wars uh, Armada stuff and all that. You know, the people that just, it's buy it, snap it together, boom, play the game. If that's the way too, it's gonna go. If it's you know, like you said, doing visual or uh, more uh, virtual, virtual. Thank you, Jesus, virtual stuff. I hope they can make a healthy balance of all right. Well, if they're gonna do virtual stuff, you know, make it so. You know, people can still participate actively and, you know, energize the community. See, now that's where Atomic Mass did excellent. You know, as a new company, I talked to you about this. They had the Star Wars campaign, mm-hmm. you know, during Adepticon earlier this year where it was, hey, we can't get together, but we're going to put this free online. Play with your friend, and if you win, and there's a tree. You know, so while they're announcing their stuff on YouTube or Twitch, and you're and you're seeing that, that they're also talking about having you play at home if you know with your family or if with your friend if we, allowed. A lot of their actually one of our uh, clubmates uh, did that. He did a virtual tournament for Underworlds actually. So and he said it was okay. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I mean, and if that's the case, but again, like I know I could probably speak for us three. We like going there. Like, I want to be there. I want to participate yeah. in stuff. I want to interact with people. I want to have fun and, like, I'll never be, be a, a social creature. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to I don't want to sit in front of my computer and go, oh, well, I'm I'm there, quote, unquote. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing it. I, I like hearing the news. Yeah. I, I like getting the announcements. I like I like yeah. watching like painting the atmosphere. I mean, it's just, I, I want to be there. Exactly. Yeah, I want to be there and en- engulf myself. Like, I, it's a distraction for me, you know? I don't want to think about anything else going on in my life. I want to go there and have fun and, and, and you know, drink some beer. 
and you know, beat some people in tabletop games and whatever. The only, you know the only I mean? thing I used to or not booze, like about the tournaments <laughs> was seriously stinky gamers. Other than that, I used to have a great time. Yeah. yeah. So people who only crawl out of their mom's basement for a Decathlon right. or Gen Con. And, yeah. Hey, so if you're out there listening, and if if you agree that there are stinky gamers, then there's a good chance you're one of them. So yeah. you clean know, yourselves don't, up. Don't ever think it can't be you. You know, shower, shower, shower. Shower deodorant, guys. Come on. Yeah, yeah my, my deodorant goes on after the shower, right. not in don't the wipe place it off in the shower. The shower. Yeah. Axe does not cut it. Anything. You know, I think it makes my, it worse. My motto is: if you can spend sixty-five dollars on a model, you can spend. Three ninety nine on a yeah. I mean, I mean that, yeah, that, we've all we've all seen that meme. You know, all the all the people on the War, Warhammer fan page. You know what we're talking about. But I, I guess I'm going to be the one who. I mean, I'm I'm going to say I'm going to I'm hoping to be a little more optimistic. Yeah. I'm at least trying. About, uh, at I'm least trying. about Adepticon. If we've got to be optimistic about something, we, we, we got to do it. Yeah, we got. <laughs> Gen- That's like the one thing we got coming though. Like, well, Gen Con's you know? going to do well just because Gen Con always does well. But will it be as exciting to go? I don't know. I'm not going. I, I'm not. Yeah, ex- I would. I wouldn't even be trying to go this year because yeah. of all the vendors that I know aren't going. We'd love to hear from people who will go though and tell us what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you so have an experience this year, you're going. Yeah, yeah email us. us. You know, we'll give you the email and the Facebook. Facebook at the end of the podcast. We'll, we'll unless you're unless you're like certain ex members of our. Our club who just go to those things and pick up chicks to bang them and have a hotel room to stay in. So none oh, of yeah. the people in our so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, we, we, right. we did have a member who would just go to conventions and instead of getting a hotel room, he would just find some ugly chick to bang and stay with her the whole weekend. High you standards. Know. Yeah, we have a group of high standards. High class. High class. <laughs> we have a lot of higher standards. But but I, I'm gonna, don't I, be that guy. Yeah, don't I'm gonna be, that be guy. if 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 the Adepticon powers that be, if the people that run Adepticon, I I feel. Coordinate better with the hotel, or yeah. you know, I, I would say negotiate yeah. some better Be a prices. Organized, yeah. organize the vendor hall a little bit better. Get some new, new, fresh faces in that vendor hall that that, that have exciting. exciting games or new IPs yeah. coming out, and even even the older vendors. I mean, product. The fact that there were vendors, even like Fantasy Flight, they were selling out of product day one. And it's like, oh, I'm not going to go to your booth ever again then. Like, I mean, it's like I can wait the month it takes for you to actually launch the new item than me fight in line for something that you only brought three of for a four-day convention. That's absurd. So getting getting on board and, and, and having standards for your vendors, as well as, in my opinion, they really need to amp up the advertisement because there's been such a lull. In convention right, speak, quiet. Yeah. Adepticon speak. Yeah. I mean, they need, they really need to put somebody in charge to get on the you need Facebook. need a hype man. Yeah, you need a hype you need man. A hype man. And, get and us excited about I, it. Man. I do feel that, you know, there can be an upturn come next year if we actually do have a full boat Adepticon. I, I feel that the, the attendance, I think that's a cultural thing. I, I kind of feel, you know, the... What, you know, when we used to meet up at the at the local GW watering hole, you know, and you had all these 14, 15, and 16-year-olds, you know, that would we would be mixed in playing team games with. You know, and, and friendly guys, you know, like us that you could see, hey, you know, maybe they'll carry this on into their older years like we did. You know, but then life happens for them. And when life happens for them, we're talking college, potential kids, marriage, new new careers. And typically when you're in that phase, I kind of feel that if you can keep it into your early years of college and have the same interest either in the lore, the painting, or the building, then you're, you're in for life. But there's a lot of people right at that transition point that are just like, well, that was fun to do. Now I'm done. And I think... I there's think, also people that get into it later, too. Right. I, I, I got yeah, into we, it I got way, later. Yeah, way later. Right. And, and I, think, I think those are the people that you'll kind of really see carrying the, the real growth of the conventions coming into the new normal once COVID is officially done. And I think, uh, I think the younger generation is gonna, really going to be a coin toss. So I do think that attendance will fluctuate in some of these. I think Gen Con has the greater chance of keeping their membership and spiking just because of the broad range you know, there, you know, some people that just want to collect, you know, shields, you know, for cosplay. Well, I mean, you don't need to be a hobby or, or a tabletop gamer to enjoy aesthetic that you want to just buy junk. You know, why not? Whereas Adepticon is very much tabletop oriented and, and, and that's it. And you're either in this system or you're not in this system. And it's like your hall's down the hall, buddy, you know, and you're in a tiny room that way, you know, and you have nothing in common with these people then, you know, other than you know, painting in your group. So I, I do anticipate, in my opinion, a little fluctuation, but I'm optimistic that if 
these organizations do what they need to do to right the ship and to uh, make the older fans happier, I think the under the younger fans will follow and be just as happy. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of where I'm I'm hopeful. But I would agree with that. You know, we got a long way. Got, I know. I think Adepticon especially needs to do something special out the gate that they've missed two years. They need to kind of exactly. broaden it. And, and this is kind of a tangent, but, you know, one of the things, the first few years I went to Adepticon, it was always, because I was into GW games, um, and the main halls are usually big GW games, and there's a couple other subsidiary games. But you know, and then the last couple of years I went there when I wasn't, pl- you know, when I wasn't playing and I wasn't in the hall, I started wandering around. Even went upstairs, and you know, you go into like the Saga Hall and see these fully painted armies of like Romans and Celts and Saxons and Vikings, you know, on these awesome tables. With, and I was like, "Wow, look at that!" Same thing with you know, with the Star Wars and Bolt Action and Infinity, and it's like that is awesome to see. And it's almost like they need to, you know, instead of these little closed doors halls that you can't find, mm-hmm. open that stuff up. Get people moving through there to see what's going on. You'll get so many more people interested in those games when they get to see it. You know where the War Machine goes? Where they they mix War Machine, Malifaux, and some of the Age of Sigmar stuff. Yes, and it's right across from the 40k hall. Yeah, that big room. If they if they mixed that hall a little bit more with some of the smaller games, that maybe made more of like a, an amalgamation of just everything awesome. Mm-hmm. Because it's true, these smaller systems, these smaller games, their tables and and their I don't know their their advertisement decor. They go all out. I mean, there for for the Batman game, there was a life size Harley Quinn and a life size Batman. I mean, a full statuette yeah. outside their door. And when you go inside, I wanted to take. They, the they had Quinn LEDs, home. you know, for the theme park for the Joker Land. You know, I mean, it was like it's just impressive on the tables. And then you get to the ITC format for future tournaments, which we just looked at. <laughs> yeah, and it just is, before this, there, there's only two table formats, yep. and that A is or B. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I, I get why they're doing that because it's so easy to just cookie cut and say you play your that's games. What, I think that's what your, it's coming down yeah, to. Yeah, and you get your points and you do it. But is that about no enjoyment? Well, yeah. but that's just it, though. But but then that brings up a topic I think we've talked about before is. Are you the type of gamer who just wants to get your models out there, roll dice, and beat somebody's ass? Is, are you are, are you just a metagaming monster where you don't care ass. if it's cardboard yeah. boxes <laughs> representing your skyscraper? <laughs> yeah. Or are you more of a narrative gamer who sees that awesome detailed table and you're like, I want to play on that table? You know, I mean, like people always, and, and I don't make people I play against have or have painted armies. I know there's some people that will never paint their armies, but and I don't mind playing against people who don't have painted armies once in a while but like if somebody goes through the effort of putting together a table that looks like if you put your face down there it's like i feel like i'm here i want my shit painted i want your shit painted i want to be in the experience that's a narrative experience that's awesome and you see a lot of that at the conventions and and those bigger tournaments like that it, it's almost see, required that, and that's what i feel it, like if i had my perfect wish list i would hope that Conventions like Adepticon that, I mean, aside from just being the best at Adepticon and getting one of their cool trophies, which are cool, you know, they're the cool trophies, I feel like if they streamlined their tournament scene, and I don't know, I mean, there's no reason for 40k to last the entire weekend, in my opinion. And it does last the entire weekend. And it's ridiculous. Between singles and doubles and the, the four-man teams Talk and about everything. Smelly Hall. It, yeah, well, it's if, it, nonstop. I think, I think if things focused more on fun you could still have that competitive aspect and yeah. i and i get it they do that because there are so many players but yeah. i mean ha- have an a bracket and a b bracket then and and go a single day i think I, it's they, getting they started doing that last uh well what would have been the last adepticon is they brought in the the doubles tournament for fun the long war guys did the the it's just 2v2 so adepticon formats usually they have a you know the championship where it's 1v1 it's the itc legitimate you know, that counts towards ITC stuff. Mm-hmm. Then they have the four-man teams, you know, which last, whatever, three days or whatever yeah, it is. huge. You know what I mean? Is there two days, whatever it is, it's huge because it's, you know, 4v4. So multiply that by whatever the number is, you know, right. now, I don't know. You know, it takes all the time. But then they introduced the 2v2, which I almost signed up for, but it sold out within seconds of, you know, everyone was excited about it because it was so successful. I think they did it at well, Vegas. and because it wasn't, so, the, the, and it, it was nothing, it was not meta, nothing. The it was four, for fun. The 4v4s were... 
douchebag meta tournament. That that's, if that's what it turned into. Yeah. It was like their attempt to all right, you know what? Instead of having you know serious one v one, like no, I like, I want to win. I need to win. It was supposed to be you know, hey, it's four v four, like. You know, we guys dress up in orc stuff and guys dressed up in imperial yeah, guard stuff and blah blah blah. Like, was it five or six years ago? Rule. Though they had when when the white I don't know if it was seventh or eighth edition white scars. Mm, yes, and all of a sudden, yes. you, you show up. Yeah, had two the thirds same of the shit. team had the uh, two thirds yeah. of the teams had the same exact white well, we scar. We had that happen in our own two thunderfire cannons and ten yeah, and the bikes and the con and and the funny thing about that was that that whole tournament caused a new rule to be implemented because you had people showing up like rainbow colored dudes and oh they're white scars like so a blue marine is a blue marine so now when you come your white scars better be white your ultramarines better be blue none of this rainbow crap anymore and I think if I'm not mistaken the last time you could not play the same faction I'm pretty sure, like they made that rule clear now. Like you could, I don't. I don't know. I, but I then know. again, but I, I don't. 40K. But then again, <laughs> we know, we know. No, but it was. But, but I, I think I have to look at it again. But again, it could be completely different. But I, I remember registering and because it's completely different rules. So ITC rules are completely different from Adepticon rules. So when you str- string it across four people, you know each person had to pick a different faction. Well, actually, that's not true because well, <laughs> I actually can't remember. It doesn't matter. I, it doesn't matter. Well, 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 I, think about think about how. I mean, some of these smaller systems work, and and that aren't even that small anymore. I mean, look at Star Wars. The way that Star Wars Legion is doing it, or at least the way they did it at that final Adepticon, was you play your tournaments in your local scene, and you gain points, and then when you go to Adepticon, you're now playing the Grand Master Tournament. Like, that's it. Like, you have a day committed to wrapping up Legion, and and, it, and then everything else is you could have your narrative events, you could have your maybe a smaller tournament, you know, for yeah. a local meta, or you could just have play for fun. I feel like the the forty k the AOS even the War Machine on on you know on par in some levels. It's everything is built up to that day instead of hey I did all this other work and this groundwork to get me here and then I'm going to enjoy my Friday doing this. Instead, it's you know Friday I'm prepping, Thursday I'm playing, Sunday's the finals. I'm there until eight p.m. I mean I, I stayed and I I, I was at a one of the trophy ceremonies for even AOS, and it was like it didn't even kick off the trophies until eight o'clock. It's like I'm exhausted. Yeah. Been in your parking lot since six o'clock, you know, <laughs> like all day. Morning. Yeah, yeah drinking, trying to have fun. You know, and, and yeah. I just I feel like like I don't want to take away the competitive edge of Adepticon, yeah. but I feel like better formats could come up. Well, when you get yeah. to when you even like some of those tournaments Thursday, Friday, say, you get to Saturday afternoon and you see some of those guys in the tournament hall just like yeah. they're like just please get this fucking turn yeah, you're, you're so, busted. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you, you are. You are when, when you get to that point, gaming, when you're burning out because you are overloaded on gaming, yeah. it's it's not. Heck, fun and that's not even, and that's just not even Adepticon. I remember Siege World. We went to the last time we were in St. Louis at Siege World. You know, we we it's a two day, you know, full two days, Saturday Sunday type thing, and we travel. So you travel down there, so you drive the three you know, or four hours. Yeah, so then you got to get out and you play, you know, whatever eight hours. It's a long day, you know, and you know we got we have guys in our own club that you know almost couldn't handle it. They were well, they were like beat by to, the third game. You so have to make just, a decision of whether you're going for this for fun and that's or the if thing. you're going it's, with it to to Dixon. Adepticon, I feel like is a it's it's like a mix. So it's like you know you have your narrative. You know the the four man team thing, and then you have your okay. I want to dick stop people. See, and I view it exactly the opposite. I view if you're doing 40k and even to some levels AOS, you're there to dick stop. That's it. I mean, when and that, that's I don't. And I don't that's walk, what comes off as. I don't right. walk well, through that hall. Yeah, I don't walk know, through that that section. Like you said, I, I barely team, see anybody having fun. Yeah, the it, four man. It doesn't look hey, like it. To me. I the last time I did the four man, <laughs> you know, we tried because when we when I come up with a team, like I try to. Make my teammates understand, and we, we've all known each other a long time. I try to make them understand. Hey, we're here to have fun. It's oh, a four man team, and but it never turns into that. Shit I, I know. I'll tell the audience a story right now. No, this no, shit. no. Wow. There we go. They prepped their little fucking squad this whole for like for <laughs> that's, months. That's horseshit. And and I'm the one that always goes to Adepticon strictly to drink a little bit, have fun, yeah. buy way too much stuff. And, and and just cause havoc. I just, I mean, I created that a scavenger true. hunt for crying out loud. And that was a lot of fun for our crew. That was great. And this this moose knuckle over here came up and said, "We're not drinking. 
don't don't that bother us. Don't bother us during. You know, we want to focus. We want to make a run for it. I want. Was it minutes, seconds, or hours oh, until you the, came yeah. to me I, and I said, said, "Where's my drink?" Right. Yeah. Where's my drink? I got obliterated the and, first and, like five and minutes of the game. We'll, and I said, we'll put it a vote <laughs> to the audience on this. But I, as a good friend, went and got this man a beer. Yeah. But they went out and got Panda Express that and got correct. food and didn't even offer. That was me. That was my fault. That was right. That was right. And I went and I brought my bro a beer because I know he's stuck at the table. Didn't even offer to, to throw my name no. in for the lunch for the lunch bell. Well, you know what? You get sucked in, okay? My competitive, especially my yeah, teammates, my brother, off. little Jack. <laughs> yeah, little Jack. We it just like something in us. We were like, all right, you know what? We're here in the development of our stuff. We were trying to figure out what would be the thing we would go there with and not get shit on. But I ended up getting shit on horribly. So it's. I feel oh. like after that, it, it almost ended our friendship. Sad, dude. It was bad. I can, well, I can, actually, I can yes, that is. I will I say, confirm. No, I, I feel like there's bad. so much more douchery going on in the 40 here because it ALS, is. ALS is a fun game. Yes. Like the problem, like when, when Little Jack it's and I played relaxed. ALS, our first two games we were having so much fun, yeah. and then we realized that we did just out of circumstance dick stomp the people we were playing. So our third game was against top tables. Was people. against yeah, we were yeah. at the top tables and talk about douchebags. It was like. Oh crap! You know, and then we had to like step it up. And while the th- the third game was fun because we dick stomped the douchebags, but and they were very very hateful of us for that. See, but then so. I think you're right. The difference is in 40k. That's every game. Yeah, every game. every game is yeah. we get like that to the top. See, and I, was, I got lucky one time in that tournament, and that was our last game we played against really cool dudes who were local dudes, the Chicago guys. Yes. they had the cool demon army, the demon theme. Everyone had played a different chaos god. It was awesome. That was the only time I've had well, a good they time had playing to be in that cool freaking tournament. You were. I mean, your, your teammate was having a little bit of a... No, that was the other, that was AOS. I know okay. what you're talking about. This is 40K before that, the one where I got obliterated. We were trying to, we were like trying to take it serious, but we shouldn't have taken it serious. But I so, try in the build in the build up to the what would have been what two years ago now. Yeah, we. Mm-hmm. I told you know the te- my teammates at the time. I was like, listen, I don't care what we do, but. I'm not trying hard. I'm, I threw together a chaos, like a Black Legion list. I had an Imperial Knight, like a Chaos Knight. You know, I had the wonkiest list I could think of. I was just trying to put together something cool and fun. And I told my teammates to do the same. I'm like, I'm not trying. And that's like the first question that gets asked is, hey, are we trying hard? And this time I was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing it. I don't care. Like, See, I want to have really. I wanted to enjoy, right. but and, and that and, and right there, the, that is why I feel yeah. A but new it flips needed. like it, and it, and you get there, and it's like the mindset flips. Where you're like, oh crap! Like, well, I, now I want to try hard. It's like, well, See, you get sucked into it a little and, bit, and, and, and then the first five minutes you decide to get drunk, yeah. and you're paying twenty bucks for a beer, right. and now we've come. And then you get fixed up anyway. So, <laughs> but, but that's why that's why like I implore you guys when we go to Adapticon next year. Check out the smaller tournaments. Like I know you looked at Infinity, and now that I've got you hooked into Infinity, oh god, I'm balls deep. Like in Infinity, you, you yeah. need to check out their tables and how they run their events. Wild West Exodus, like a game I know I played with you, and I know you enjoyed. I, I liked it and very I much. I know you would love it, but it's just one more thing to add to yeah, the one table. More. No more. Listen no for you. Yeah. But that being said, <laughs> they had a very small run tournament in the same area as the 40k tournament was going on. But just going over there and just checking out the atmosphere of their three rounds and just the energy coming from the from the tables, it, it's a different world. It's a different world you're in when you go and visit these smaller systems and these smaller booths. And I, I just feel like conventions now need to they they need to figure they need out to celebrate their, that a little more too. Right? They need to. I, I feel like conventions like Make that, Con, that are in Gen Con kind of need to either kind of pick a new identity. They either need to be. For the people that want to play and, and yeah. get a little casual game and run a little tournament, or they need to go. Are you a tournament convention? See, at Adepticon, they doing. shouldn't gear. In my opinion, you know, they shouldn't gear it like Gen Con too. They shouldn't gear it to meta tournament players. It should yes, be geared towards having more fun and enjoying the experience yeah. as a convention. You could still get that competitive edge in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. And you know it's there. So you can do that. But majority of people are there are not there to do that. No. So if you want to do that, there's the Las Vegas Open. 
There's uh, whatever the one in DC mm. that tournament. Those are strictly tournaments. Siege World. Those are strictly tournaments Dragon to go Ball. there. Yeah, to go there to do that specifically yeah. to get points for ITC, dick stomp your opponents, do the meta, whatever. But and I think that's the attitude that I've certainly had to change because back in the day when I was going to tournaments every friggin' weekend, holy shit, I I was that I did that to go dick stomp people. Like Straight I douche. wanted to. Yeah. yeah I was big a huge douche. douche. Big huge douche. douche. But I was not one of those guys at the table who made the other person feel bad. No. And, and be, a, be an asshole. That's where I still try to have a fun time and joke around. But, like whatever we say know, some people on don't this do podcast, that. this is just from personal experiences is, yeah, and experience. stuff. But Absolutely. at the at the end of the day, wherever it stays, like the number one rule should be to have fun, have fun. and to make sure your opponent is enjoying themselves. Yeah, you as well. I, I can't tell opinion. you that you can win and not be an and asshole. And not be a you know Humility really is a thing. Yeah. But being an asshole, yeah, but you never yeah. win. <laughs> oh, that's true. a low blow. But no, you beat me that's in infinity. He's beating me. And, but you, but that also makes you an asshole. Yeah, yeah. We have fun. We've beaten everybody. Yeah, what are you talking about? about? Yeah, Look, he wins most of the, uh, well, some of the time. So, yeah, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, somebody cried a little sour when he tried his victorious for the first time, and then I went around. I did boop-boop people over his face that one time, too. You got boop-boop. My droids destroyed you. No, but I, that's the attitude, though. I, I, <laughs> now see how it's not fun? You see yeah. that? Yeah. All right, let's go, back to the, let's go back to the Star Wars tournament that was supposed to be you You play it and send your results. And you know why we didn't play in that tournament? We because played Jack one game, and I smacked the shit out of Grant. What? <laughs> oh, you mean the day that I was using an experimental list? Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. Literally the first time I ever played droids, ever. The only one who played droids was this. Yeah, I'm going to try this list out. And whoa, look at this giant. Take yes. oh my god! So, so that so I hope my I hope the audience is listening because clearly we're gonna get some Star Wars in this weekend. Yeah, and I'm uh, fighting words, and I want to be there when it happens. We'll, I'll be the ref. We'll let you know. I'll be the melting down their plastic. Well, I think tonight, I think tonight though we're gonna play some Reichbusters. Reichbusters. We can talk yeah. about that. Next I want to kill some Nazi yeah. zombies, baby. Yeah. So as as we're uh, kind of winding down the topic, uh, so we will have photos. We are going to be starting a campaign of. Reichbusters, and for those who don't so know, so much fun, guys. Uh, what Reichbusters is about? It's uh, it's a game that was put out by Kickstarter by Mythic, uh, and uh, it's basically set in a World War II setting, and uh, you're you're kind of like an amalgamation of heroes from all the friendly nations against, of course, the Nazis, and because they are the best yeah. enemy. They're just right. the all around bad, bad guy, uh, and then you throw in some aliens in there for good measure at some yeah. point, and uh, it's it's a uh, some human experimentation. It, yeah. It's, it's it's a classic oh, wait, dungeon a crawler thing. with uh, kicking in doors and shooting guns. Blowing and, stuff up. And all around fan. a noise mechanic and yeah. rolling dice. So you get a little bit of everything. There's some card mechanic. There's some dice. There's definitely miniatures. Uh, and, hot and Russian chicks. You, yeah. Hot Russian chicks and, and Wearing nothing next to nothing like yeah, you were like, about earlier. Hi, I'm a sniper yeah. in a bikini. Here, check this out. Yeah. Look at my gun with yeah. nothing else on. Okay. So we're, we're going to be starting that campaign. So we'll have uh, photos up on the, uh, the Facebook page as soon as uh, we can get that wrangled together. Um, but before we sign off, uh, we had committed to projects last projects, week. Projects, that's right. And uh, we're, we're going to fill you in so that you can follow along with the story of our growth. ready. Also on the Facebook page. Um, I'll start off because I'm selfish. Um, I committed... Uh, that was the real douchebag. Well, it's still Jack. But <laughs> well, I'm just going to nod my head to both of you. I'm the only nice one here. Uh, I committed to uh, painting up the uh, as much as I can of uh, Malifaux, the keyword, the honeypot. Uh, with Jacob Lynch and his crew in the casino. Uh, I got base coats done on uh, all three of the Illuminated, and I got a good solid base coat done on the Hungering Darkness for those who are Malifaux. So that's the henchmen and two of the, uh, three of the minion characters. And then I did start putting a little touches on Jacob Lynch, the man, the myth, the legend himself. But I am... Sad to say, I did not finish painting them, so they are. It's a lot of time, man. Painting, painting, I can't motiv- get motivated to paint right now. Yeah, I, I had, I had one good solid two-hour session of painting, and then after that, work kind of got in the way. So that's a, see, I, I'm continuing that. By path. work, he means started watching porn. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a lot of work, yeah. man. <laughs> Well, that, time and effort. Right? These girls on OnlyFans, they got me. <laughs> <laughs> every, every now and then I get this pop-up that says yeah. three local hotties willing to fuck in my area. And it's like, I got to click you the can't link. ignore that. How yeah. Three of them. That's three of them. One or two. You know, I, I, I'd pay into an OnlyFans or just a topless chick with big boobs painting a miniature. I mean, yeah. I'd watch well, that. Well, hey, that's all I'd, video game streaming. It's just... 
yeah. chicks with huge tits just doing this with a controller. Exactly. I mean, exactly. And they get like thousands of views, and they get paid on Twitch to do that. So crap. I will or Facebook. Actually. I will have a status update. Uh, we're going to carry it on to our next episode because clearly I didn't finish. So we'll have more updates after that. But hey. we'll have photos of the current progress up later. I will so, post those. Uh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Let's talk uh, Andy. Where, uh, where are you at with whatever you were working so on? So the project that I had was... Flame buggies. Yeah. The flaming buggies. <laughs> or Halo ATVs, whichever you want to do. And a StarCraft uh, bunker. And a StarCraft bunker. So I actually got all of them built. They're all built. They're actually... They actually were pretty cool. The bunker's pretty cool, but... It, I mean, it, if you play StarCraft, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just or Halo or whatever you know, or again StarCraft because those flame buggies. But uh, I got all three of them done. All my buggies are done. I have, I built built three of them. Got them together. I built the bunker. The next thing to do is paint them. Uh, I just don't know if I want to go, you know, make them because the armies that I play right now, are 40k are Imperial Fist, Crimson Fist. So I have both of the both of those, so and then I have fisting. so much fisting, and then I have the Space Wolves. So I don't know. They're probably going to be Imperial Fists just because, you know, Space Wolves don't really, I don't see them really using that ATV stuff. They ride giant Thunderwolves, so we don't really need that kind of stuff. But I'm hoping to get that stuff painted next. It's probably going to take forever. That bunker's kind of big. So. Big brush. <laughs> yeah, and it's yellow. No one wants to paint yellow that much. You're just a glutton for punishment. Oh, God, it's awful. I painted a repulsor yellow. Ugh. It's such the biggest pain in the ass I've well, ever Well, hey, talk us. I mean, you're going to have to provide the you know the audience with updates on how you actually I got will. a yellow. Here's the thing, though. Now that we brought up Halo, they look like Halo uh, warthogs. I almost want to paint them like a green camo and make them actual Halo-themed. If I know we, I've seen armies like that in 40K. If we can find so you if I can, 3D printed If Master I can Chief, do it, oh, that would be dope. That maybe. would be super cool. Maybe. We've... <laughs> I, I'm telling you, if I remember correctly, I was watching a bat rep. I think it was... Um, God, the Canadian guys. The, Don't look at me. I fucking hate this. I know, but <laughs> I know, but it's the, 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 those, the uh, tabletop guys. No, 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 not tabletop oh, tactics. Uh, uh, oh, for Christ's sake! I don't remember. Mini wargaming. Mini wargaming. Mini oh. wargaming. Yeah. So okay. those guys, uh, you know, they, they've been out for years now with content and stuff, yeah, and they've they, gotten pretty big. They've they are up. the standard. Yeah. They are the pretty much standard, and they, I think, a guest they had on their thing had a Halo. And this is before these models came out, obviously. So. He went and built and painted stuff just like Halo and had a Halo theme. I think it was Imperial Guard. Awesome. I think he made his Imperial Guard. So it was pretty cool. So, like, I'm, it, it's going to be hard not to be tempted to paint my stuff like that. Because we all love Halo. I love Halo. I started playing it again. So Just commit to doing it. I know. You and I got to just do like, it. That's the thing. I'm just going to do it. Are you going to be priming them today while you're I was house? thinking about that because while I'm here, I know you got all the goods. So, yeah. I might you know, as well. Painting stuff yellow is almost as bad as me doing a white scar army, swearing swearing that I would never ever paint a white army pain. again. And then when 30k it's came just, around, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do world leaders. Yes. There you go, more yeah. white. It's just oh. it just takes like a hundred coats of everything to get uh, it look right, looking right. And then like you, you you fuck it up once and it's ruined. We'll we'll, we'll discuss. But that's. Yeah. You got, you that's got. my that's my project, guys. That's well, where I'm at. Well, I'm pretty simple because um, since our last get together here, I have spent half that time on a beach with my children, you know, doing dad things. So I did, however, get the because uh, I have Bulgrins that I have to replace, lost in the move. So for some reason, my Bulgrins and some of my ogres from AOS decided to get drunk at a party, yeah, and somewhere in my move, they all went off somewhere. So I got the Bulgrins. Assembled and primed, they're all set to go. Um, the ogres I just purchased, I still have to put them. So I'm probably gonna get the bulgrins done first, obviously, and get that all set up. And then the ogres will just be, you know, when I get them together, I, you know, I'm taking my time. Got a lot of things going on, but I'm getting them. Getting so, them. To, so to clarify, you are purchased, but all still inbox on for. No, nope, my bulgrins are put together and they are primed. Nice. Okay. He's ahead of me. Progress, yeah. yeah. Ahead of you. But wow. three Bulgrims is, is not That's true. That's Starcraft not bunker. Starcraft bunker. Yeah. Yeah. You, you kind of bit off a lot there. <laughs> that but. was stupid. So. I still have... I brought over a, one of the new Repulsor tanks, too. The Gladiator tanks. Oh, you're That's still that in the box. Yeah, but I, those are actually... I don't mind building. Building's kind of more fun to me than painting. Probably is a lot. Does anybody of actually like to paint? Yeah, that's the that's okay. the thing. I love I, to paint. There are. I, I, I just wish that I could commit longer than an hour yeah. without well, getting bored. Called adulting. 
Yeah. yeah. Do that. Life happens, yeah. and then painting goes out so the window. Building doesn't. Thing. I feel like doesn't take as much. You I just, feel like you read the thing and you put it together. Yeah, build, building. I can always fun me, crack I open a bo- an yeah. open box at eleven at night and just go. And eh, just, I'll step a little bit. through if it. You get, yeah. If you get to the point where you're making six figures and you can just build stuff and then hire somebody to paint it for you. I'm okay with that too. The other grant that's does good, that. That's going to be a <laughs> that's going to be a good topic. Great. because I do want to talk about commission painting in the future. Because this at, is this is called a segue. 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 With that being said, that is going to be our episode today. Uh, what we do ask is if you agree, disagree, or have an opinion on any of the bullshit that we just spat at you, uh, please email us at soppodcast.us at gmail.com uh, we'd love to hear from you and we'd like to include you in that we will discussion. answer your questions and or even if you just want to say hey I think Andy's a piece of shit I will agree you with know. you and again we'll for, for those specifically <laughs> soppodcast.us at gmail.com send yeah. those and send those fast yeah and then um, check out our Facebook too yeah join, it, the join pictures are getting us. flooded in there they look great yeah join and follow us on Facebook at State of Play Podcast uh, we, we're, we're going to have status updates uh, including what we talked about today with the Reich Busters as well as the status on yes. our, our projects uh, and then again add any comments I'm sure we'll have a, a painting contest shortly here soon at some point um, at minimum we'll, we'll hope that Jack can finish building his shit and yeah. Andy could master chief his shit up uh, so thanks again for tuning in and until the next episode talk to you next time have fun guys keep gaming bye <laughs>